Ah, bless the name of Jesus. Hey, Amen. We're going to read the Holy Covenant. Glory to the King. Amen. And God spake all these words, saying... Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any engraven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Visit the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And we bless uh, the name of Yahweh for his holy covenant to his people and only for his people. Uh, Father, King of glory, eternal most high, we thank you for the privilege uh, to have a mind to be able to obey you. Uh, in a world where there's not many people, especially of your own people, that really love you. They really have a desire to, to know you and to obey your word. I thank you uh, for those, myself and those who do, who put you above their own ambitions, their own dreams, everything. You are the source of our lives. And so we humbly ask and request in the mighty name of Jesus to have the spirit of understanding by the power of the Holy Spirit to open our minds so we can cleave unto your word and your word cleave unto our hearts that we can be an obedient people uh, just like Joseph looking for the kingdom to come. So manifest your truth to us, we humbly request, in the mighty name of Jesus, knowing that it's not we that chose you, but you that chose us. And we bless you in the sweet, precious, and strong, victorious, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, you may be seated, saints. Hallelujah. 
How's everybody doing? You know, uh, we always try to keep the time of the exodus before our eyes. Um, and there's a reason, too, for this. Uh, the reason why we keep the time of exodus before our eyes is because the time of the exodus was uh, our salvation, the entrance of our salvation from Pharaoh. Um, in this world, the United States of America and so-called modern-day Christianity has got it wrong, got it all backwards. Um, they don't understand, and they don't have any understanding. Uh, what's really going on today, uh, the times or the seasons, because there's been a concerted effort uh, to make sure that the truth has been concealed and hidden uh, before the people of God's eyes. Um, we live in a system that do, does not mind a people having a form of godliness as long as you deny the power. And of course the warning, the admonition that is given to us as his people is from such turn away. In other words, uh, you my people, you turn away from those who have a form of godliness. Now that turning away is salvation. Now we don't have it in our minds today because we've been trained to think and believe a certain way. And so it's a very strenuous and tedious job uh, to remove us out of the cardinal mind, which is God's enemy. He clearly states and make it known through Paul that the natural mind, cardinal mind, is the enemy of God. So because you're sitting here, don't think that that mind does not operate in you. Don't you do like so many others who have made the mistake and thought more of themselves than they ought. And then they finally end up being cut off from the people of God. Now, mind you, we live in a time that people does not have it in their minds that if they ever leave a certain people or they get put away or put out from a people, they do not believe that they are being put away from the people of God or the camp of God. Well, let me rephrase that. They don't believe that they're being put away from God. They believe that they're just leaving a people. Uh, since God is one, and he only has one people, uh, and God's people are scattered abroad everywhere, if you ever leave a place or you get put out of place and you are not searching for God's people, then you've been cut off. Just like many other people in the wilderness experience during the time of the Exodus. See, the time of the Exodus is a hallmark of the footprint and the footsteps of what's going on today. Remember, not everyone that left out of Egypt entered into the promised land. And it had got to be so few because there were only two people out of all the people who saw the Red Sea part, saw God do all the miracles, saw how he 
put judgment upon Egypt, the house of bondage, because of his people. There are only two people out of all of those millions of Israelites that left Egypt that entered into the promised land. Now that's astronomical numbers. That is um, that's mind staggering and mind boggling. That God would deliver a people out of the house of bondage and only two would make it into the promised land. That's staggering, brothers and sisters. And I have been preaching and teaching long enough to know that everybody assumes that when they come to assembly, that they are the people of God. You can walk in the ways of the people of God, but let's just really lay it to the plumb line. You can walk in faith and the mercy and the obedience of Jesus Christ, but the truth is, you're only going to know if you were God's people when that trumpet blows on resurrection morning. If you have a difficult time hearing his voice or are you alive here now, you are not going to hear his trumpet. So God uses all kinds of analogies to try to wake up his people. And of course, the two people that entered into the promised land, uh, they were ridiculed, they were talked about, um, abused by the very people who God opened up the earth and swallowed them up alive. And they never tasted death, but they went alive into the pit of hell. And the Bible tells us that hell is in the center of the earth. Now I know it's hard and difficult for you to understand, but God gave a people a one-way ticket to the pit of hell. Did y'all hear what I said? He gave them a one-way ticket to the pit of hell. And today many people are taking the same ticket because uh, they don't take salvation. Now salvation in the time of the Exodus was when God killed Pharaoh and his whole army in the Red Sea. God told Israel, these Egyptians, you would never see their face anymore. So Joshua and Caleb was accused of being Moses' lapdog. You know, kind of like you are. When you, you know, when you're obedient to Christ and you have to be obedient man of God, you're accused by all those who are on a contrary part who have a different spirit of being mindless. And I suppose their mind is Einstein. Um, you know, you, you, you don't have any control over your own self. And that's the same way Joshua and Caleb was approached too. Um, and of course, all those that follow Paul as he followed Christ were accused of the same thing, especially the disciples um, who the world called ignorant and dumb, but they took note because they were ignorant and dumb of the world's ways that they had been with Jesus. So um, it's very important who you know before you get up out of here and who you associate with um, because I've hardly ever seen anybody 
As a matter of fact, let me just go ahead and tell it like it is. I have never seen anyone or heard of anyone who have left this way and continued on in the way. I would often ask them, and I would make a statement, or let me just say, I would often make a statement to them and say, if you find the way, and we're not in the way, at least tell me. And of course, I've never had anyone to pick up the phone and call me and tell me that they have found the way. Because if they had found the way, um, all of you people who've been around me for some time know exactly what I would do. I would go check it out, and I would see if it is the way. And all of us who don't mind uprooting ourselves to go follow the way, we would do it without any compuncture. And there's an old song that said, there's nothing between my soul and my Savior. And there is truly nothing between my Jesus and myself. I'm not going to allow myself to keep me from the kingdom of God. So we hope that you have the ears to hear uh, this morning, be the Father's will, uh, because it's really none of my business if you have the ears to hear or not. I am here to proclaim the truth, whether you like it or not, is another story. Uh, people are toying around with God in this hour we're living in. The things that we had prophesied of and talked about years and years and years ago, it's, it's like uh, an unraveling of a scroll. It's coming to pass more so as the days go by. Uh, for those of you that are informed and know that these things have already been called, before they happen, it, it causes an urgency in our spirit uh, to let us know that time is truly short. Amen? Uh, brother, they get Mark 15, uh, verse 43. We have many witnesses that have went on before us that have showed us through their dedication in their life what it's going to take for us to get in. But just for a second before we proceed on, I want um, us to listen to Joseph of Arimathea to see the type of mindset that this man had. Uh, may God grant us understanding. Mark 15, verse 43, read, brother. Joseph Arimathea, an honorable counselor. He was an honorable counselor. Now, let's just tell the truth. We're going to get naked here for a moment. There's not many men in here that are honorable counselors. So it ain't talking about you. It's talking about Joseph. And don't even dare put yourself in that category unless you're a man of integrity. Amen. And not a hypocrite. And we need to be talked to this way today because it's going to take that. Yes, mm -hmm. So I'll venture to say there's not even five people in this whole place that will fit this category. Amen. And that's just the truth. Amen. Let's read on. Read to start again. Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, mm -hmm. which also waited for the kingdom of God. Now, is that not something? 
He's an honorable counselor. But the statement that sticks out of this page right here was this man waited for the kingdom of God. Do you understand that kind of mindset? Do you understand that kind of speech and talk? You take a look at ourselves today and see if we're waiting for the kingdom of God. Amen. There's not too many people waiting for the kingdom of God. Because see, when somebody is waiting for the kingdom of God, they have divest themselves of worldly interests. They got something else on their mind. Amen. And Joseph of Arimathea had something on his mind. The Bible said he was waiting for the kingdom of God. 2,000 years ago. He was looking for the kingdom in his time. How much the more so that all of us who have sober minds should be waiting on the kingdom of God today. But we got too many other interests in front of us, don't we? Amen. So therefore, the kingdom of God is not for you. It's only for those who have the character of this man Amen. who's waiting for the kingdom of God. I, I tell you, that is some kind of statement there, brother. Yes, it is. Amen. For him... 2,000 years ago to be waiting for the kingdom of God. Read on. Came and went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. Now, he was an honorable man, righteous man, man of character. And of course, this was a time that Jesus had been crucified and he had died. And so he went and he had craved. That means he asked for the body of Jesus so he made give Jesus the proper burial rites ceremony. And I tell you, when you read a scripture like that, it should do something to your soul and mind. It really, truly should. Now, to show you where the mind of God's people were back then, we'll get one more scripture, Acts the first chapter. And we'll show you the kind of mindset that God's people. Now, these are people who they didn't go around hollering and screaming, I love the Lord. I'm of God. I didn't do it. They let their walk, their lifestyle and their talk do the talking for them. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Started. Verse 3, brother, and we're going to read it to verse 6, okay? Okay. To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And it, it seems like that is just a fetish with Jesus, doesn't it? He's interested in his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And even after he had resurrected from the dead for forty entire days, all he expounded to his people was the kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's it. Amen. Now, let's ask yourself. Put, put yourself in this situation. Ask yourself. Get, get, let's get the mind going here for a moment. Is God really first in everything in your life? Is all your motivations and passions, is he really truly first? Your thoughts. Is he really truly the preeminence? It's sad that we would have to ask this question being 6,000 years in history, 2,000 years removed from this account right here, and people have not grown closer to Christ, but have gotten farther away. 
That's true. Amen. It's true. So we're capitalizing on the people who will be people of honor. People of integrity. Trustworthy people. And we're reading the account of those who were there. Read on. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Now, there was about 120-something uh, people that made it to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. When you're a student of the word, you understand that there was above 500 that heard these. Right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That this same Jesus. Who had walked on this earth. Who had been a testimony. Right before the people of God's eyes. Prophesied of by John. And he called it. Right there on the point. Mm -hmm. That this Jesus healed the sick. Cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, and, and save many people from many, many things. Comes into Jerusalem, riding on the coat of an ass like the prophecy said, because that's what kings do. And everybody hollering Hosanna. He dies, all hope goes away, and then he resurrects, and then he spends 40 days not talking to the world. He, he spent 40 days talking to the elect. Now, let me bring this a little bit more home. See, right now, we're all sitting here, we will be considered the elect. But it was only the very elect that was obedient to the commandment and made it to the upper room. Amen. And it's staggering for me to think that 500 people would sit and watch Jesus, listen to him, eat with him, hang around him for 40 days, and not obey his command to go to Jerusalem. 380-something. Mm -hmm. Thought it just wasn't important. How many of you people think it's not important it really to obey God in everything? Hmm? Think about it. Hmm? See, we, this, this preaching is, is very, it, it penetrates. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about what everybody else is doing, it's about what you're doing. Amen. And we make sure when you're sitting here and you're hearing the word of the Most High being presented today that you don't alleviate yourself from any judgment. Even if you alleviate yourself from judgment, we make sure you feel the pricks of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because God is about business. And he's serious about business. Read on. For John truly baptized with water, mm -hmm. but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Mm-hmm. Whence they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said, They were interested mm -hmm. in the kingdom again. Mm -hmm. They were looking for it. They, they, they were thinking, this has got to be the time. There's only a few of us that are interested, uh, and it's in our heart. The kingdom is just about here. Mm -hmm. We often Amen. say, the king... Is coming. Amen. That's how our language and speech is today. Or, man, I shall be glad Amen. when Jesus comes. But the truth is, don't everybody feel like that in here? No, that's true. No, they don't. No, they don't either. Amen. No, they don't. 
They don't feel like. No, they don't either. But for those of us, that's who we're talking to, we can understand the mindset of these people right here because it is our same interest today. Amen. Hmm? Now let's go to Isaiah 61. We're going to show you something before we get going because what we're going to do is we're going to spend a little bit of time this morning talking about the spring feast. The spring feast. Uh, because, you know, I have the job of, um, I, I'm amazed. I mean, I guess they did Jesus the same way. But I'm amazed at how many ignorant people come to me with religious questions who know what religion says, but they don't know what the word of God says. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 61 starting at verse 1 and what this is is this is Jesus and what Jesus is doing is reading a prophecy now this is Isaiah right here and we don't jump the gun because I want to get to Jesus so bad and I guess I'll get there but this is Isaiah alright reading a prophecy quoting a prophecy that comes direct from God because he is a, the prophet of God one of the major prophets of God amen and Isaiah, who we call the long-distance prophet, is speaking to us. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Amen. Read on. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. Mm -hmm. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, mm -hmm. to proclaim liberty to the captives, mm -hmm. and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, mm -hmm. to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God to all comfort right. all that mourn. All right. Now watch this. Jesus stopped his quotation at a certain point. But we're going to read on this a little bit more. Read the second verse. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That's what Jesus stopped. He stopped because, see, it's very important for you, the people of God, to know God's calendar. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because if you don't know God's calendar, you won't know what time it is. Amen. Amen. And when you don't know what time it is, when you miss this appointment, there ain't no such thing as being late. Hmm. True. And there will be no rescheduling. Verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, mm -hmm. the oil of joy for mourning, mm -hmm. the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, Come on. that they might be called trees of righteousness, mm -hmm. the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Read on. And they shall build up the old wastes. Mm -hmm. They shall raise up the former desolations, mm -hmm. and they shall repair the waste cities. Come on. The desolations of many generations. Verse 5. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. Did y'all hear that, Israel? See, this is the part that everybody don't like getting to. That I've been bringing out lately how we're going to have a whole lot of servants. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of servants in the kingdom. Amen. I have interesting thoughts. I say, can you imagine, what about all these people... Because um, we know they're going to be gone in hell. Uh -huh. But it could be their sons and daughters. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Right. By the time Jesus comes, you never know. That's going to end up feeding my flocks. Uh -huh. 
their fathers rejected and spurned all the counseling and stuff, somebody's going to be feeding our flocks. Amen. And it ain't going to be us. Amen. Read on. And the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and that your something? vine dressers. You see, people don't see Christianity don't want to bring this out. Because they, they, they tell you that the Baptists, the Methodists, the Catholics, the Apostolics, the Pentecostals, and all the rest of this hellish mess that they call Christianity, they're going to go into the kingdom. Now, Christianity is practice replacement theology. Right. Amen. Jesus didn't come to save Christians. No. Paul was not a Christian. No. He come to save his people Israel. Amen. From their sins. Amen. And Paul was an Israelite. That's right. And the religion, if I can use that term and be pure, of the Israelites is not Christianity. Israelites are forbidden by God to put Christmas trees up. We're forbidden by God to have idols in our house. Amen. We're forbidden by God to call the day of the sun his holy rest day. Amen. It's true. So there's a difference between people who are Israelites and Christians. Amen. That's right. You're not going to find the religion of Christianity in these books. No. No. What they have done is they have twisted, warped, and distorted the right way Amen. for a wrong way. Amen. And I almost venture to say that anyone who remains what you call a Christian will probably go to hell. Amen. Because if Christianity teach you to break God's Sabbath day, chances are you're on your way to hell. Christianity teach you to put up Christmas trees, chances are you're going to hell. Amen. Christianity teach you that you're saved by grace and you can live in sin and practice sin. I know you're going to hell. Yeah, amen. That's true. Christianity teaches you all the pagan holidays and spurn God holy days. You are going to go to hell. Amen. That's right. Because this is not a Christian Bible. No. And this is not a Christian book. No. Now that I've got finished shocking the living daylights, all the ignorant people. <laughs> now maybe and they done turned the channel they done cut it off and they done ran away now we can talk to the people who really want to know the truth amen amen isn't that right amen read on but ye shall be named the priests of the lord uh-huh men shall call you ministers of our god go ahead ye shall eat the riches of the gentiles all right it ain't too long i told you the earth is the lord and fullness thereof. Amen. i'm gonna have a full plate yes sir and everybody else <laughs> that's going to be called the ministers of God. See, Amen. we got a good inheritance coming. Amen. 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 This is some serious stuff right here. Read on. And in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Isn't that something? In all their glory, we're going to boast ourselves. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Now let's go over here to Luke 4 before we get going really, really good. And let's, let's read. You know, I have all kind of people taking issue with me um, because I don't say the Lord's day. No. Now, I know what day the Lord's day is. Oh, yeah. Or oh, I don't say the Lord's Supper. Uh -huh. I know what the Lord's Supper is. Why do I need to say what I need already know? Right. Amen. You know, it would do us well yes, sir. if we could just shut up yes, so we can learn something. Yep. We are not as intelligent as we think we are. That's true. We may be wise when it comes to the dealing concerning this world. But when it comes to God, we're not, we're not that intelligent. That's true. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. So we're here to learn. Luke 4 started um, verse 15. And he taught in their synagogue. Who did the teaching? Jesus. Jesus did. Being glorified of all. Keep reading. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. Mm -hmm. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. He went into the synagogue on Sunday. No. Pretty simple to me, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Read on. And stood up for to read. Uh-huh. And there he delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. We're going to see. Read on. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. He was searching. He was looking for a particular place. Read on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, mm -hmm. because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Right. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, mm -hmm. to preach deliverance to the captives, uh -huh. and recovering of sight to the blind. Yes. To set at liberty them that are bruised, uh -huh. to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Read on. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister. So we see that he closed the book at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Now listen to me very closely. He closed the book at the end of the spring feast. Mm. I'm going to say let you think for a moment. Somebody said, well, I'm going to still be thinking for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to fill in the gap for you, okay? Read on for a minute. And sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. On the eyes of everybody that was in the assembly, they were fastened on Jesus. Is that right? Read on. And he began to say to them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. He says, that scripture right there fulfilled. He didn't read the rest of it. All right? Remember, we told you earlier, it's good for you to know God's calendar. Because Christianity ain't going to teach it to you. That's true. <laughs> they will teach about the Easter Bunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will tell you about Good Friday. Uh -huh. Yeah, they will too. Paul They'll teach Sunday. you how to paint eggs. and they, they will teach you all that mess. Yeah, they will too. Don't you feel Christian? What a tragedy, huh? Amen. What a, what a mockery. What a gross misrepresentation and a distortion of the truth. Amen. Read on. And all bear him witness mm -hmm. and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. Yes. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto them, Ye will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Isaiah, and when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, but unto none of them was lies sent, save unto Serapita. Sepra? Sepra, yeah. A city of Zidon, mm -hmm. unto a woman that was a widow. Read on. And many lepers were in Israel at the time of Elias the prophet, mm -hmm. and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman, Naaman and Siren. Reverse 28. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. You know how many people get filled with wrath when I start talking about their pagan Christianity? Mm -hmm. You know why? They don't really get so much filled with wrath because of what, I, what I'm saying. They get filled with wrath because their mom and daddy is dead and gone. Their grandmom yeah. and granddaddy may be in hell. Amen. Amen. That's true. 
And of course, people so full of pride, they hate to, they hate, they hate. Come on. They hate to come to the knowledge that they may be wrong about something. Amen. So it's better for me to save face and to keep my dignity and pride than for me to humble myself and admit that I'm wrong. Amen. It's true. Well, it's a good thing. I guess the, according to the word of God, it's better to be humbled. Well, I mean, humble yourself than be humbled. Amen. It's better for you to fall on a rock. Lest the rock fall on you. Amen. And grind you to pieces. That's right. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 23, verse 1. Now, if you don't understand God's feast, and I did say the Lord's feast, they're not Jewish feasts. Did y'all hear what I said? They're not Amen. the feast of Israel. They are the Lord's feast. It's his feast. Amen. 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 It's something that Israel do in obedience. But Christianity has had a serious concerted effort to make sure that God's feast days is removed from your mind. Amen. And the reason why they want them removed from your mind is because they don't want you to know what time it is. Yeah. Now, yeah. I made a statement earlier about saying that Jesus finished the statement at the end of the spring feast. Right. Which, when we go on here this morning, you're going to find out what I'm saying. Right. Now, the Bible declares and it tells us that three times in a year shall all males appear before the Lord. There are three, three feast days and four appointed days. Sure. The three major feast days are the Feast of Unleavened Bread, yeah. the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Amen. The appointed days is the Feast of Pentecost, the Feast of First Fruit, the Feast of Trumpets, and the Day of Atonement. I'm already talking French to Christians. Amen. Because you know about your feast days. Sunday. Christmas. Easter. Valentine's Day. Halloween. Fourth of July. Thanksgiving. George Washington. Martin Luther King. Black History Month. And the other 11 months belong to the white man. <laughs> Oh man. Leviticus 23, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Who did the speaking? The Lord. The Lord. Read on. Speak unto the children of Israel. Speak unto the children of Israel. Is that right? <laughs> Moses, speak unto the children of Israel. Now, Lord said this to Moses. Moses delivering the message. Amen. Read on. And say unto them mm -hmm. concerning the feasts of the Lord. The feast of Yahweh. So whose feast are they? The Lord. the Lord. They are the feast of the Lord. Whose feast are they? The Lord. So they're not Jewish feasts. No. They're not the Israelite feast. No. These feasts belong to somebody. Mm -hmm. Read on. That ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Holy convocations. Holy convocations. That means when you are called together for a holy reading. When you're called together in an assembly. That's what a convocation is. It's holy. It's a day that is set apart. Also known as high Sabbaths. Mm -hmm. Also known as Sabbath days. Mm -hmm. Read on. Even these are my feasts. Whose feasts are they? 
The Lord's. He said, even these are who feast? Mine. Whose feast? The Lord, mine. My <laughs> feast. So whose signature on these? The Lord's. Now, of course, you know, Christianity teaches us that God had to repent for making a law. So that's why he had to do away with it. <laughs> you know, as if God is a man, he repents and he makes all kinds of mistakes. And so now God got to repent for making a holy law because he messed up. God said he's a my feast. Amen. You hear that? Read on. Amen. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. You know, the Sabbath is so important Amen. that even while he's talking about the feast days, he automatically inserts Amen. the Sabbath day again. Uh-huh. Now, for all you inquiring minds that don't know, that was two sets, two sets. A testimony. Two tables of stone. On the first side was written four commandments. Those commandments showed you and gave you instructions in how you can love God. The next six show and give you instructions in how to love your fellow man. And on these two commandments. Hang up the whole entire law. The first one is love the Lord thy God. And the second is like unto the first. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And that's good understanding. That's good understanding. It would be a good time for me to put the offering plate out. (laughs) That's real good understanding. Because that's more understanding than many you are probably receiving in in the next 20 years. Sitting in pagan Christianity. Amen. God thinks then the Sabbath day is very important. That he talks about his weekly Sabbath right here in the midst of his feast days. Amen. We're going to find out if they done away with it or not, all right? Hmm? See, if you're a Christian, they done away with it. But if you're an Israelite, they ain't never done away with it. Amen. Hmm? Read on. These are the feasts of the Lord. Whose feast on that again? I must got something in my head. The Lord. Okay. Lord, yeah. All right, brother. Read even, on. Even holy convocations. Holy convocations. Read on. Which ye shall proclaim in their season. You should herald it. You should teach it. You should tell it in their Season. seasons. Amen. Now, before we go on here, let me tell you something. Uh, the, first, the first four feasts are the spring feast. That would be Passover, Unleavened Bread, Feast of First Fruit, and the Feast of Weeks, which is called Pentecost. Right. That's what we're going to be dealing with here this morning. Okay. And we're going to see because now let me, let me go ahead and give you the nugget, the reason why Jesus stopped at that certain point in prophecy. Because the last feast or the fall feast speaks about another feast time, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. Y'all understand that? Which consists of trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and tabernacles. And those feasts have not yet been fulfilled. But all of the feast, there's the spring feast that at Jesus Christ, who being the very image of the shadow, himself, he fulfilled. Mm-hmm. He has not yet fulfilled the fall feast. The blowing of trumpets, the day of atonement, and tabernacle. So it's important for us to know these times and don't forget them. 
Because if you forget these, you're going to forget and you're not going to be a wise virgin. You're not going to have your house prepared. And you're not going to know what time the thief coming. Now, I'm going to tell you what time Thief came. Ever since he's been in this world, a damn liar. It's just that when your time is here, you don't even know the thief when you see him. You call the thief God. Amen. Amen. Sure is an ugly thing, isn't it? You know, I hope to get you to the point that you despise everything you've ever been taught about God. Amen. So that you can learn the truth and, be, and truly be genuinely saved. Amen. 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 Where'd you finish reading that, brother? Uh, I'm ready to start five. Okay. Now, I want you to go to Deuteronomy 16, 16. Y'all write these down because we're going to show you how that God is consistent in his word, okay? I'm going to read Exodus 34, verse 22. All right? And thou shalt observe the feast of weeks of the first fruits of the wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering in at the end of the year. Did y'all hear that? He's talking about two feasts right there. See, the Feast of Ingathering is known as Tabernacles. Right. Are you following? Amen. Read Deuteronomy 16, 16. Three times in a year shall all thy males appear before the Lord thy God mm -hmm. in the place which he shall choose. Mm -hmm. In the Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Feast of what? Unleavened Bread. The Feast of Unleavened Bread. Somebody say one. one. Read on. And in the Feast of Weeks. Somebody say two. Two. Read on. And in the Feast of Tabernacles. Uh-huh. Somebody say three. Three. Read on. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty. All right. Are we getting this? Go to 2 Chronicles 8.13. 2 Chronicles 8.13. You know, saints, y'all get this down, ain't you, okay? Because the truth is, you know, we need to be saving people out of sin. Then people who've been saved from sin, we need to save them from Christianity. Amen. Pagan Christianity. Read on. Even after a certain rate every day, mm -hmm. offering according to the commandment of Moses, on the Sabbath and on the new moons and on the solemn feasts, three times in a year, even in the Feast of Unleavened Bread and in the Feast of Weeks and in the Feast of Tabernacles. Did y'all hear that? Are y'all getting this? Yes, y'all understand, all right? So we done made that point right there, okay? Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go over the timeline right here just for a second, okay? Exodus 12, verse 6. i tell you what, we'll read Exodus 12, verses 1 through 7. All right. Y'all see the reason why we spend so much time reading the book and then expounding? We do it, first of all, number one, we want you to read it for yourself. We want you to see it. Get your eyes up on it. All right? And then we're going, what we're going to do is going to show you how that, the, that Jesus is the fulfillment of the shadow. Mm. These feasts are a shadow. Jesus is the image. Are you following me? But Jesus did not fulfill all the feast days. If you don't know God's time frame and stuff, you're going to be lost, brothers and sisters. Amen. And you're going to see the importance of knowing it. Amen. Amen. Exodus 12, start at verse 1. Read, brother. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, uh -huh. This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. Did he talk about, did he say January is the beginning of months? No. January, you sure? January, uh, January yeah. is not the beginning of months. No. Well, let's read on and see what it is. Okay. It shall be the first month of the year to you. To you now. Notice he's making a distinction. Let the pagans do what they want to do. Amen. Let Americans do what they want to do. But to you, this is the beginning of months. Amen. Not in the dead of winter where ain't nothing blooming. Really? Read on. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, uh -huh. saying, All 
the congregation of Israel. Read on. In the tenth day of this month, uh -huh. they shall take to them every man a lamb. My God. According to the house of their fathers. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, this is the image. This is the image. I mean, this is the shadow. Sorry. This is the shadow. All the feast that we're reading in the Old Covenant is the shadow. When we get over to the New Covenant, we're going to see the very image, Christ himself, fulfilling this. We're going to see how that God perfectly did everything pertaining to Christ, crossed every T, dot every I, and was right down the plumb line what was already written. Read on. A lamb for a house. Mm -hmm. And if the household be too little for the lamb, yep. let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Read on. Every man according to his eating shall take your count for the lamb. Come on. Your lamb shall be without blemish. Without blemish. Y'all hear that? Your lamb. See, Jesus Christ is the lamb of God. Amen. That's what John the Baptist declared. John the Baptist declared, Jesus Christ, behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Is that right? Amen. All right. See, so this is what this, this shadow is talking about. This shadow is talking about there's going to be somebody that's getting ready to come that's going to fulfill every bit of this. Read on. A male of the first year, mm -hmm. you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. Read on. And ye shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. Now, mind you. They had to start, they had to take this lamb aside in the 10th day. Mm -hmm. Keep it up until the 14th day. All of this is relevant. The scripture is just not talking, brothers. It's just to fill in words and stuff. All of this is relevant. Yes, Read on. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Everybody. Read on. And they shall take of the blood mm -hmm. and strike it on the two side posts on. and on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Uh-huh. Read verse 8. And Let's they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire, and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Now, let's go over here to Matthew 27. Flip over to Matthew 27. Let's see this thing. We're not in no hurry. But this ain't going to take long anyway. It don't take long. Not to tell the truth, it don't. That's true. Verse 45. Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. Now, let me interject something here and give us some time frame here, all right? All right? Mm -hmm. Jesus was crucified at the third hour. Mm -hmm. He was on the cross at the third hour, and then the sixth hour, which would be about noon, our time frame, until the ninth hour, darkness was completely over the land. It just didn't roll over the land when he gave up the ghost. The whole land was dark. From noon to what we call three o'clock. It was dark. Jesus passed away or he died or he gave up the ghost on the stake. The tree. Amen. Now so everybody can understand, we'll tell you, the cross. Amen. Amen. You know, I'll get judged for all three of them, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. By the ignorant people. I mm -hmm. will, brother. Yeah. It's something else. It's something. Somewhere between the ninth hour, when the Sabbath had originally come in, see, this is a high Sabbath coming on, which we're going to get some understanding of. He passed away. 
he gave up the ghost. Mm -hmm. All right, read on. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Uh-huh. Isn't that something? Read on. Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, said, mm -hmm. this man called for Elias. And straightway, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. Mm -hmm. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Mm -hmm. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Right. Come on. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain mm -hmm. from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. All right. Now, all this is significant, brothers and sisters. But you're not going to understand the New Testament unless you understand the Old. That's what Christianity has done. They have made their own doctrine to fit their doctrine rather than fitting the Word. That's true. That's right. Mm -hmm. Amen. If you don't understand about the temple, the veil of the temple, Services of the temple, there's no way you can even understand what you just got finished reading. Amen. You must have an understanding of the old covenant in order to understand. Amen. Matthew 26, verse 24. I hope y'all writing this down. We're going to read. Perhaps when are you going to preach to us? <laughs> the Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. Mm -hmm. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Keep reading. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. Is that something? Now we notice that there's going to be a betrayal. There's always betrayal around this time. Mm -hmm. You understand that? There's going to be betrayal. Verse 17, same chapter. Now the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? Now, for all you Christians out there that don't know no better, what you call the Lord's Supper is nothing but the Passover. Amen. And it wasn't even called Passover. It was called Pesca. Mm -hmm. It takes some understanding. Yes, sir. Just a little bit of understanding. But we use the terms that you're familiar with. But it's remarkable right here that we're reading about the feast days in the New Testament. Amen. Y'all don't think that's remarkable? Mm -hmm. We're reading about the feast days, who they tell us is done away with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Read on. 18th verse. And he said, Go into the city to such a man, mm -hmm. and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. Mm -hmm. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. Mm -hmm. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. All right. Now, when the even was come... He sat down with the 12. All right. So we know how many people was there, right? Mm -hmm. One of them didn't make it. Right. But we know how many people was there. Is that right? Mm -hmm. All right. Now what we're going to do is go to John 4.22. I'm going to read you Hebrews 7.14. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning the priesthood. All right. John 4.22. Read on. Ye worship, ye know not what. All right. Now, y'all hearing this? We know what we worship. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. Y'all hear that? Salvation of the Jews, not the Christians. Salvation is not of Christianity. No, no, sir. And it ain't of Judaism either. No. It's of the Jews. Amen. Who are Israelites. Amen. All right. We got that, right? Amen. Read on. But the hour cometh, and now is, 
When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. See, that's why you got to have the spirit, because if you don't have the spirit, you can't do it in truth. So these folks think that they're doing it. We got the spirit, but, we, but the spirit don't cause you to obey the truth. You got a, the spirit of error. Amen. The spirit of Antichrist. And that's what Christianity is walking in, the spirit of error. Amen. All these Jezebels running around here with they lifted up defiled and nasty, stinky hands, talking about we praising the Lord. I remember what he read over in Isaiah. Uh, the, what he said, uh, I cannot away with you. Mm -hmm. I'm full mm -hmm. of all your mess and garbage. Boy, I mean, he get pretty ugly with it too. He, he said, uh -huh. God's serious. Amen. Read on, brother. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Why is that? Read on. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him. How you going to do it? Must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now watch this. We're going to go to Mark 15. And we're going to start rolling this thing and putting this together. Read on. 15 verse 35. Mark 15 35. And some of them that stood by when they heard it said, Behold, he called Elias. And one ran and filled his sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed. And gave him to drink. Read saying, all the way to 47. Okay. Let alone, let us see whether Elias will come to take him down. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave with a ghost. Mm -hmm. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave with a ghost, he said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Read on. There were also women looking on afar off. Among them was Mary Magdalene. And Mary, the mother of James, the less, and of Joseph, and of Salome. Read on. Who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him. Mm -hmm. And many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. No one, you know, I always wonder at ministry, why come to women always? There's always more women than men. Hmm? Read verse 41 again. Here, here, here's your answer. Who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him. And many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. You know, women, women are, are emotionally wired. Mm -hmm. But they have the spirit of servitude. That's true. That's and that's the reason why you see the women. You don't, see the, you don't never see men. Amen. Men have a hard time being men. They don't mind being wicked. But to be a man, man, they got a hard time being that now. Amen. That's true. That's right. Folk get mad when they, they see a whole bunch of women around the ministry and stuff because the sorry men are too busy being fags and, and um, um, what else, oxygen takers and um, yeah, Ahabs and everything else. Then they get mad because the men are, are following, some, following a man because he's following Christ. And even Christ had a bunch of women that would minister to him that the men wouldn't do. Right. Amen. Read on. And now when the even was come, because it was the preparation that is... Ah, and that's what we need understanding for. Because this is the preparation. Don't get this preparation right here mixed up with the seven-day Sabbath. No, sir. Read on. That is the day before the Sabbath. Yeah, because see, Catholics and Christianity had their way of mocking stuff and doing stuff to try to confuse you. But we're going to get to the bottom of it. Read on. Joseph Arimathea, an honorable counselor... Which also waited for the kingdom of God. I, I, you know, that one gets me. That's why I had, I had to get you on that one, brother. Mm -hmm. He waited for the kingdom of God. He came and went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. Now watch this. Exodus 
over in Exodus 12, 14, we've already, I thought we read it once, but we didn't. Let's read it. Read 14 and 15. Pastor, you ain't doing but reading a bunch of scripture. We'll read them, then we'll put them together. How about that? We'll read them, we'll put them together. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. A memorial once a year. Read on. And you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Now, this is only for Israelites. If you're a Christian, you keep celebrating your Christmas. Put up your Christmas trees, paint your eggs, and worship your son. Get your guitar on Easter Sunday morning. Go out there and worship the sun when it come up. But if you're an Israelite, you do this forever, throughout your generations. Read on. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Verse 15. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Read on. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses. Mm-hmm. For whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, mm-hmm. that soul shall be cut off from Israel. But shall be cut off from what? Israel. Israel. Now, you in Exodus 12, 12. Let's read Exodus 12. 12. We're going to read Moses' time, okay? We're going to read Moses' time. Exodus 12, 12. We got to read this. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. Y'all hear that? And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Well, I like that because he's going to execute all the gods of America, all the gods of this world. He's going to execute judgment on that too. Verse 17 and 18. And ye shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall ye observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. Forever. There it is again. Now, the tenth day was when the tenth day of the first month of Abib Nisan. Was when Israel would take the lamb. The little lamb that was without spot and blemish. They were led up to the fourteenth. What they were doing was examining it. It was making sure that it was worthy to be sacrificed. Amen. For the Passover. Now, we know the story about the Passover. We don't need to go over the time in Exodus and all this. Days. We already know that, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting to another point here today. Now, on the 14th day, that's when the, um, the lamb was sacrificed. The 15th day started the day of unleavened bread, which was a high Sabbath. That's correct. Which was a high Sabbath. And you was to do this seven days. So the 15th day and the 21st day was considered a Sabbath. Not all those days, just the first, just the 15th and the 21st. Right. All right? Now let's go to Luke 23, 56. See, we did all that reading the scripture, just say that one little sentence and it summed it up. Now, with that, Jesus came into Jerusalem on the 10th day. He was held up to the 14th day because they was examining him. Mm-hmm. For four days, because he was the Lamb of God. On the 14th day, he was crucified. All right? On the 15th day, he had to be put into the grave because of the commandment. All right? Which we're getting ready to read right now. Which is Jesus was laid in sepulchre before the Sabbath, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. All right? Luke 23, verse 56. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. This is not the seventh day Sabbath. No. No. That's why you have to have line upon line and precept upon precept. That's right. 
here a little and there a little. Why? Verse 54, the same book. And that day was the preparation, and the Sabbath drew on. Now, you're reading it in context, the whole entire chapter, you'll know that if Jesus, look at this, notice, they're, they're right here, they're preparing spices and what? Ointments. Ointments. What did they do that for in this time frame right here? That's right. They were getting the body right. ready for burial. Amen. Is that right? And rested the Sabbath according to the commandment. That Sabbath was this high Sabbath we've been telling you about. Which was the Feast of Unleavened Bread. All of God's feast days were considered Sabbath days. And they are Sabbath days. But they're called Sabbaths with an S, meaning plural. Uh -huh. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Uh -huh. All right. All right, now Exodus 14, verse 21. So it was a commandment to keep the Sabbath on the first day of unleavened bread. You understand it? All of God's feast days are considered high Sabbaths. All right? Now, the feast of first fruit is within the feast of unleavened bread. Read on. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. Mm -hmm. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind well, all that night. Well, I would love to been there to see that, bro. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I believe it, it but man, yeah. it sure would have been nice to see it that. Would. Because huh? you know we've been scared half death. Yeah, you can't get on YouTube. We, man, Pharaoh <laughs> coming this way and the sea in front of us, man. We no hope, man. We finna oh, yeah. perish, man. Uh -huh. Man, we finna, man. We done for. That's the reason why God had to allow the earth to swallow up all them Israelites who who were just slow to believe because after He had put all those plagues on Egypt, and after He had turned around and saved them from Pharaoh's army, mm -hmm. open up the Red Sea. Walls, the walls, the water was like walls on both sides. And the Bible said they walked across on dry ground. And you know what? Even in all that, they still didn't believe God. That's crazy. That's hard here. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like today. Some of you still don't believe God. You're so stubborn. Amen. You know, you're, you're fools and slow at heart to believe all that God has already said. You're slow to believe the prophets, slow to be, believe God, slow to believe the teachers, slow to believe the pastors. You're just slow, fools. Oh, you fools and slow it hard. Amen. Amen. Tell you what, man. I'm telling you. Hey, Stephanie said, you stiff neck and uncircumcised at heart. You do always resist the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your daddy did it, and so do you. I tell you what, man. I'm telling you. It's a sad thing to know all this and you still be a fool and don't believe this. Amen. Why well, and give all your little sorry, pathetic, sinful ways? Because you refuse to be a man. Because you can't be a man. Amen. Is that right? Amen. Verse 22, brother. Did you read verse 21? Uh, most of it. Uh, keep reading. Okay. And made the sea dry land, mm -hmm. and the waters were divided. Come on. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. Mm -hmm. And the waters were a wall unto them uh -huh. on their right hand and on their left. Or that be something. Wouldn't that be something? Would. Mm -hmm. Huh? Wouldn't that be something? Come on. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea. Mm -hmm. Even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Read on. And it came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked. Morning watch. Read on. That's key. The Lord looked unto the host of Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud, and troubled the host of the Egyptians, mm -hmm. and took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily, 
so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. Ah! You know why? Because, see, it was, by that time it was full of Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Read on. And the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. God is a killer. Look Amen. at him looking. Amen. He sure did. Sure did. He sure did. He killed. I'm telling you. What, what, see, all this is, I'm telling you, brothers, it's still a prelude of what's going to happen later on. Oh, yeah. Because, see, it's going to be even more devastating when we get to the fall feast and we find out what's going to happen when Jesus comes. You, I mean, this is this. Believe it or not, as tragic as that may have been to those Egyptians, are you following me? That compels in comparison what Jesus is gonna do when he come back. Amen. <laughs> it's gonna pale in comparison. Amen. And it's gonna pale in comparison of the great deliverance that God is gonna give Israel at the coming of the Lord. Amen. Man, I tell you, it's gonna, ooh, boy, gonna be something. Amen. I don't blame most all. Every time I get talking about this, boy, see, it's good to know Jesus. Yeah. Good to know his word. Every time I get talking about this, man, I tell you, man, woo, man, my hand where man just thought. What what it said that the John the Baptist when the, no, it said when they heard the, the salutations of Mary and stuff that the John the Baptist leaped inside Elizabeth's womb. Uh -huh. I said, man, my spirit just started leaping inside. Look, send the goosebumps. Uh -huh. <laughs> goosebumps, yeah, said, goosebumps. Uh -huh. man, Lord, I mercy. Amen. Boy, I get excited. Amen. When you talk about God coming and killing all these Gentiles in this world. Amen. Killing all these Americans. <laughs> hey, hey, man, all these wicked folk. Amen. Man, it's beautiful, man. I, Amen. I'm, I, I'm sorry, folks. Sometimes I get beside myself. I just, it's just a beautiful thing. Amen. Just, mm. Leviticus 23.10. Believe we're going to tie this into first fruits, all right? We're going to show you all how all this is in the midst of first fruits. All right, now we hadn't made it somewhere yet. We haven't made it to the wilderness when God gave the commandments yet. I'm going to show you something in there. Read. Speak unto the children of Israel. Notice he's always talking to the Christians, right? Uh, no. He's talking to the Baptists, no. the Methodists, no. the Pentecostals, no. the Apostolics, no. the Mormons, the Seventh-day Adventists, no. TBN, no. <laughs> CBN. No. Notice they don't never dress none of them pigs. No. They love pig anyway. That's true. They eat swine flesh, Amen. the abomination, Amen. and the mouths. Amen. God said they're going to be consumed together, said the Lord. Why? Because Israelites don't eat pigs. Amen. Israelites don't eat swine. Amen. We don't eat the abomination. That's right. God called it, didn't he? That's right. We just obey God. Amen. Read, brother. And say unto them. Say to the children of Israel. When ye be come into the land which I give unto you. You know God got to be black, boy. When you be, Moses got to be black. When ye be come. When ye be come. When you be come. Ah, oh, never mind. Never mind. Just, just loosen up a little bit, brother. It'll be all right. You won't get excluded, I promise you. Lord, I mercy. Oh, man. So don't tell me that's improper English when I read it right here. When ye be come. Uh -huh. I like that. Cason and God get along just fine, good. There you go. Uh, not enough syllables. He got his own vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> read on. And shall reap the harvest thereof. Well, you're going to reap, when you come into this land, you're going to reap the harvest thereof. Is that right? Mm -hmm. 
Then you shall bring a sheep. Bring a sheep of the first fruit of the first fruits of your harvest. Of your harvest unto the priest. Unto the priest. Read on. And he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord. Come on. To be accepted for you. Mm-hmm. On the morrow after the Sabbath, yep. the priest shall, shall wave, it. wave it. Is that right? Yeah. Now, we see this, right? We're going to get it in here for a second. We're going to see this weekly Sabbath too. Let's go over to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. Notice we're going back and forth. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here, little and there, little. In other words, we just ain't reading you all the Old Testament without you getting the new. And I know you may even have some cloudiness going on up here. Like, what in the world? And the reason why it may be cloudy right now because we're not doing like we do during the, the, the feast days when they come around when we just deal with one particular feast. Right, right now we're dealing with spring feasts or three. We're dealing with four of them at one time. Amen. All right, read on. But now is Christ risen from the dead? Yeah, he sure is. He's risen from the dead. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Read on. And become the first fruit. He become the what? The first fruit. He become the what? Mm-hmm. See, he fulfilled the feast of first fruits mm-hmm. because he become the first fruit. Mm-hmm. Christ, our Passover, uh-huh. the Lamb Amen. of God. Amen. They take away the sins of the world. Is that right? Amen. Christ, first fruit, become the first fruits of them that did what? Slept. Slept. Read on. For since by man came death, Adam, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Jesus. Read on. Amen. For as in Adam all die. They did. Even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Amen. Read on. But every man in his own order. In his own order. Christ the first fruit. Christ the what? 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 First fruit. First pickings. Mm-hmm. First fruits. And you know the reason why he's talking about first fruits of them that slept? Because you see, immediately after the veil of the temple they had written this stuff. And see, it's got a little time frame out there. When Jesus spent those three days and three nights in the grave, like Matthew 12, 40 said, and, and, and Jonah, talking about Jonah's in the belly of the fish. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. When he got up out of that grave and stuff, there were some people that saw uncle, grandmama, granddaddy, cousin, niece, nephew get up out of the grave. Amen. It's in Matthew 27. Amen. We stopped at a particular point so we can go back and revisit it. Amen. You know why? Because Christ the first Fruits of the resurrection of the dead. First Amen. fruits of the resurrection of the dead. First fruits of the resurrection Amen. of the dead. Amen. Read on. Afterward, they that are Christ at his coming. Afterwards, that's second coming. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, every man after his own order. Our order is afterwards. Right. That they that are Christ at his coming. That's, that's our hope for resurrection later on. Amen. Amen. Mark 16, verse 9. You know what? And we're going we're gonna to blow the living water out of what salvation is, too. Some people say some people said salvation is this. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I believe that I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you died for my sins. I now accept you as my Savior. Come into my heart and save me. Thank you, God. Amen. I go, what the hell is that? Uh, what know. is that? Ain't no repentance. No. There ain't no repentance at all. Mm-mm. Oh boy, I'm sorry to be. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, that's what happens. Lies have to be demolished, brothers and sisters. Amen. That don't change nobody. That ain't gonna change nobody. No, it don't. No. I know it don't. I did at least five times. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, praise the Lord. Just raining all over your Christian show, isn't it? Christian, <laughs> Christian, just tan it all up, isn't it? That's all right. Read on, brother. Now, when Jesus was risen early, the first day of the week. He what? 
He appeared first to Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. out of whom he had cast seven devils. That's somebody appreciative right there. Amen. Isn't that right? Amen. Now remember, the evening before the parting of the Red Sea, the children of Israel saw the Egyptians pursuing them. Uh -huh. The Egyptians were behind, the sea was before them. Is that right? They were trapped. Amen. Isn't that right? And they saw no hope. And so they figured they would die. Go back to Exodus 14, verse 13. We're going to read what salvation is. Uh-oh. We ain't going to like this, but that's all right. We'll be all right, though. And Moses said unto the people, uh -huh. Fear ye not. First thing about salvation, don't fear. Stand still. Be still. And see the salvation of the Lord. You're going to see the salvation of the Lord. What's going to be the greatest salvation? Read on. Which he will show to you today. He's going to show it to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen uh -huh. today, you shall see them again no more forever. There go your salvation. All these wicked folks in this world that we see today, we ain't going to see them no more. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we're going to be saved from them. And right. God is going to deliver us from our enemies. Amen. And so shall we be saved. Amen. Amen. That's what it says. Uh -huh. It says, look, for fear y'all, stand still, mm -hmm. and see the what? Salvation. Salvation of the, of the Lord. The deliverance of the Lord. Amen. Why do you think God does when he really truly saves you? He delivers you from wicked people. Amen. First thing he do is get out from among them. Mm -hmm. Come out. From be separate. Mm -hmm. Don't touch them no more. They're unclean. Amen. You come out here, I'll receive you. You don't, I won't receive you. Amen. I'll be a God to you. You'll be my people. First thing you do. He killed your flesh, make your spirit alive. Ain't that right? Now he killed the, the spirit of flesh which will, that you were born with. Mm -hmm. But he leaves the cleansing of your soul and your body up to you. Amen. And so your flesh still messing. Oh, yeah. Just like a baby does in diapers. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You need Amen. to know that about yourself. Amen. Amen. That's just the truth. Amen. And so God is in the process of saving us. And right, verse 27, same chapter. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, mm -hmm. and the sea returned to his strength. When? When the morning appeared. That's what we're getting to. When, did, when, did it, when the morning appeared. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? See, when Jesus resurrected, when he was raised up, that's when the morning appeared, right? Mm -hmm. When the morning appeared. Matter of fact, as many places in there, while it was yet dark. Uh -huh. Are you following me? It was in between the dawn. The dusk or the dawn, when, you know, in between those time frames. Somewhere mm -hmm. in there, Jesus resurrected. Amen. Are you following me? Oh, Mary, man, who knows, man? Because, you know, as soon as they, she probably saw a little sliver of light, she probably took off to the grave. Probably, yeah. Amen. Took off to the grave, boy, because that's, that's how much they love Jesus. That's how dedicated they were. Amen. Amen. They took off, boy. Went to the grave. He wasn't there. Amen. Seen them two angels. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, I'll come, come see Jesus. He ain't here. He ain't here. Ah! Took off and went and told the men, and then they hide for fear of the Jews. Yeah. Amen. That's how sorry those men. Yeah, he is. Don't you think yourself, buddy, which is written. You can't, if you're having a difficult time serving God now, how are you going to be a man when it comes time for the heat come? Amen. How are you going to do it then? You ain't going to do it. I'm going to let you know that real quick. You ain't going to do it. Amen. Don't think when this calamity and all this catastrophe and all this hell start busting loose on this earth that you automatically going to be holy all of a sudden when you ain't practiced no holiness at all. You ain't got no strength, no well to draw from. Amen. You are sorry now, you're going to be sorry then. you filthy now, you're going to be filthy then. Amen. You're a dog now, you're going to be a dog then. Amen. Well, Pastor, I don't like the way you talk. I don't like the way you hear. <laughs> we had a dilemma now, ain't we? Amen. Amen. God said, if you're holy, be holy still. If you're righteous, be righteous still. Amen. Didn't he say that? Amen. 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 
I know, just good stuff right here. Mm -hmm. So the key to understanding God's simple timeline is the account from Exodus, from Egypt, Exodus to Egypt, has got to match the events of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Must match it, if he's going to be the Lamb of God. Amen. And we've seen that they match perfectly so far. Uh -huh. the, feasts are, the feasts are a shadow of the events to come. Right. And so when we, when we went over Passover, Jesus, the Lamb of God, the unleavened bread, his body. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. The feast of first fruit. Now, that's why I didn't get to what I need to get to. I need to get the feast of first fruits up to the uh, weeks. I did get some, some a little bit about it, mm -hmm. though, didn't I? Yeah. All right? Yeah. And then the feast of weeks. See, what people don't realize is that when God had delivered Egypt, I mean, when he delivered his people out of the hands of Egypt, mm -hmm. them, them, them uh, slave masters, house of bondage. Right. And he had cut off the Red Sea and killed and drowned all the Egyptians. All right? It was 50 days after the feast that the Feast of Weeks came. Also, during that time frame was when the commandments was given. The Ten Commandments. Oh, amen. And not the Ten Suggestions. <laughs> the Ten Commandments. When he brought them over into the land. Uh -huh. Is that right? Amen. Amen. We read all the prophecies over in Luke and, and uh, Isaiah. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. Now, let's, let's look at... Um, the Feast of Weeks for a second, all right? The Feast of Weeks. Exodus 19, verse 1. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt. The third month. Now, we know that the Feast of Unleavened Bread and the, and the Feast of Pentecost takes place in the first month. Is it right? Read on. The same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. Notice, then the third month, the same day they came into the wilderness of what? Sinai. Sinai. Read on. For they were departed from Rephidim and were come to the desert of Sinai and had pitched in the wilderness, and there Israel camped before the mount. All right. Exodus 20, verse 1. And God spake all these words, saying, mm -hmm. I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, mm -hmm. out of the house of bondage. Now go to Leviticus 23, 15. We're getting, now we're going to do the observation, okay, or the, or the observing. Because 50 days from the crossing of the Red Sea, God gave Israel the Ten Commandments. Read on. And ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that ye brought the sheath of the wave offering. There you go. Seven Sabbaths seven shall, Sabbath be complete. shall be complete. All right. So it was observed 50 days from first fruits. Read on. Mm -hmm. Acts 2, verse 1, I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun right here. I mean, you ain't done it but giving us a bunch of scriptures. See, we've talked this so many times over the years. It's just like um, just doing a, just a little, I don't know. It's just push the memory box for the majority of the old folks, old saints here. Just, you know what I mean? If you've heard it for the last two, three years, you should understand it. It's simple. Read on. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Now, what day? Now, it, what, what is the Feast of Weeks? Pentecost. Yeah. The Feast of Weeks is Pentecost. What they call the Lord's Supper is the Passover. Right. Now I'm making sense. See, this Christianity stuff done nothing but about confusion. Amen. That's all it's done. That's true. My brain just flat out confusion. Amen. You understand what I mean? So the Feast of Weeks, third month, 50 days after the Feast of First Fruits, we're in the Pentecost. Mm -hmm. We're in the Pentecost. See, people get confused with First Fruits because First Fruits is right up there, all up in there with the Feast of Unleavened Bread. 
Because remember, as soon as Jesus resurrected and stuff, he was the first fruits. That's why we read it over in 1 Corinthians Amen. 15 chapter. Amen. Amen. All thy mercy. Uh -huh. Is it making sense? Yes, sir. All right. Read on. They were all with one accord in one place. Uh-huh. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Yes. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Uh-huh. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. Right. And it sat upon each of them. Mm-hmm. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, mind you, the Feast of Weeks is what we're talking about right now, right? Mm -hmm. Which is Pentecost, Pentecost. right? Uh -huh. Remember, we just got finished reading over here. Over in Leviticus 23, and then we read um, Exodus 20, verses 1 and 2. That's what God gave them the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. And the feast, we also, that's the time frame that God also poured out the, the Holy Spirit upon them. Amen. Because the Spirit and the Word, Word agree. agree. Uh -huh. Amen. So he tied all together, brothers and sisters. Amen. Because remember, they didn't have no covenant before then. That's true. They didn't have no covenant at all. Amen. Amen. And if you got the real true Holy Spirit, it's going to cause you to obey the covenant. Amen. It ain't going to turn around and say, it's done away with. We don't do that no more. Oh, Lord. I'm, he praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, in Moses' days, okay, on the 14th of Nisan, they killed the lamb. Mm -hmm. All right? Jesus died on the 14th of Nisan because he's the Passover lamb. Amen. Amen. Uh, the firstborn killed and left Egypt on the 15th. Of Nisan, the Egyptians was killed on the seventeenth of Nisan. And don't don't worry about this. We get all this later, okay? I'm just trying to fit it all in right now. All right, Jesus' body rested on the fifteenth of Nisan. He was the Passover lamb on the fourteenth. He rested. He was in the grave by the fifteenth of Nisan because you remember it's the nightfall period of time. You remember the, the midnight is not the start of the day, right? Even in the morning, mm -hmm. first day. Is that right? Amen. All right. Jesus resurrected, and then we got Pentecost, we got the Ten Commandments. Is that right? Uh -huh. All right. Matthew 21, verse 5. i tell you what else we'll do, too. We'll make it a little bit more simple for y'all, because some of y'all be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. we'll just ask you, well, we'll open it up for questions and answers for this period. All right. Read on. Tell you the daughter of Zion, uh -huh. behold, Thy king cometh unto thee, yep. meek and yep. sitting upon an ass, mm -hmm. and a colt. Oh, you better not say that word. What, ass? Yeah, read on, brother. <laughs> um, and a cult, the fall of an ass. Isn't that something? <laughs> See, this is another shadow right here where they picked up the lamb without spotting blemish on the 10th, a Nissan. He was kept up there four days. See, Jesus is fulfilling the image. He's the mm -hmm. shadow. I mean, that's the shadow, and Jesus is the very image. image. Mm -hmm. So whatever you see is taking place during this time frame of Jesus coming into Jerusalem is what has already took place over in the time of Exodus. Wow. So when he says he's a lamb of God, we see that perfectly he fulfilled all the scriptures. Amen. Catholics say he died on Good Friday and they're a Friday lie. <laughs> just like they're a Sunday lie. Amen. And just like they'll lie about everything that they do. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is good. Oh, let, let's deal with the high Sabbaths for a second, okay? High Sabbaths. Exodus 31, verse 13. I want to show y'all something. High Sabbaths. Remember, the feast days are high Sabbaths. Y'all need to know these feast days, too. I'm going to start coming up to y'all and ask, all right, tell me what the feast days are in order. So I'm going to start speaking in tongues on me right now. I want to know the feast days. 
Read on. Speak thou also unto the children of Israel. Speak saying, to the children of Israel. What do you want to say to them? Read on. Verily my Sabbath shall keep. Sabbath S plural. Sabbath S plural. Read on. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generation. It's a sign. The Sabbath are a sign. You remember over in Colossians 2, it says, Let no man therefore judge you and me to drink new moon or the Sabbath, Sabbath. days. That's talking, about, that's talking about the feast days. Mm -hmm. But what they've done is they've done. Uh, created a doctrine called Paulism and then struck out Paulism and called it Christianity and really between uh, Paul and Christianity you got Catholicism mm -hmm. and that's what's done distorted polluted perverted and warped all the Protestants who's supposed to be protesting the Catholic Church Amen. so you got daughters of the great whore Amen. which is a Roman Catholic Church Read on. That ye may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify See, you. See, you're only going to know he's the Lord if you know about these Sabbaths. Know about these days. Look how many people out here say, oh, I know God too, but yet they continue in sin. Amen. They lying on God. That's true. Leviticus 23, verse 37. But y'all see the Sabbaths, right? Sabbaths, right? Read on. In the first day, you shall have Le a holy convocation. Leviticus 23, verse 37. Leviticus 23, verse what? 37. 37. Okay, I'm sorry. These are the feasts of the Lord. Whose feast are they? The Lord. Read on. Which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocation. Read on. To offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. A burnt offering and a meat offering, a sacrifice and drink offerings, Everything upon his day. Read on. Besides the Sabbath of the Lord. Ah, besides the Sabbath. There it is again. Of the Lord. Read on. And besides your gifts. Uh-huh. And beside all your vows. Yes. And beside all your free will offerings. Yes. Which ye give unto the Lord. Read on. Also in the 15th day of the seventh month. Ah, the 15th day of the seventh month. What time frame is that? Oh, thank you, brother Shane. I expecting all y'all to do. I just said, didn't I ask a question? No. A 15 day or a seven month? Tabernacles. Listen, it's pretty simple, brother and sister. The first month is the feast, the feast of Pentecost, feast of unleavened bread, and the feast of first fruits. The, the third month is the feast of weeks. The seventh month, day of atonement, trumpets, and tabernacles. Them the three feasts in the seven month. So we only deal with first three and seven. I wonder why God chooses those days. I wonder why. I wonder why come here choosing choosing six, six, six. <laughs> see, y'all need to be students. Amen. Because see, when you understand this, it'll be easy for you to talk to all the people who think they know something, they're on the contrary part. Amen. And they do when they really truly don't know. I got people trying to tell me now that um, since we observe the feast days, we're committing sin. I said, really? I said, that sounds Christian to me. <laughs> sounds like Christian doctor. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. hmm? Amen. It's crazy. Isn't it stupid? Yeah, it is. I said, that's stupid. Because to do that, man, I mean, you'll be saying that Jesus' sacrifice didn't mean nothing. Amen. Isn't that right? If you're trying right. to keep the feast to be saved, 
How about you keep the feast because you are saved? Amen. Amen. We just don't do it the way they do it. Since Jesus fulfilled mm-hmm. unleavened bread, Pentecost, first fruits, is that right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Unleavened bread, Pentecost. First fruits. First fruits and, yeah, unleavened bread. Yeah, yeah. Pentecost, Passover. That's one of say, Passover. Since Jesus fulfilled all that, we don't need to go and, and get in our house, get a dust broom out, and go clean up all the dirt in it. He wants you to clean the dirt out of your body, Amen. which is the temple of God. Amen. 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 That's what's puffing up. That's, right. that's the leaven that's puffing up. Amen. Paul makes that simple and clear for us. Oh, yeah. Amen. We don't need to get no bitter herbs. Sin is pretty bitter. Amen. You ain't never, you ain't never been saved and, and then made, made a fool out of by the devil and sin and tasted how bitter that was? Mm-hmm. You want Amen. some more of them herbs? No. <laughs> Look at them. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go out here and grab a lamb. Cut his throat, because we wouldn't find a one without spot and blemish anyway. True. Not with Monsanto and all the rest of these other corporations out here and stuff. <laughs> you don't need to take a lamb and go build an altar to sacrifice. Christ is our sacrifice. Amen. You'd be an idiot to go out there and try to build an altar to do something like that. Yeah. See, it's because people don't have to understand it. Amen. There's even a people believe that um, you can only be filled with the Holy Ghost during the day of Pentecost. Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all believe what's out there, brother. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to trouble Israel with all that mess, okay? Man. It, it'd be better off y'all didn't know it. Yeah. Because when y'all hear it, y'all be like, what in the world? You come up with that mess. That's crazy. Huh? Where are you at, brother? Uh, just started on the, 38. Uh, 39. Read. Also, on the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the fruit of the land, mm-hmm. you shall keep a feast unto the Lord seven days. Yep. And on the first day shall be a Sabbath. And on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath. Y'all hearing about all these Sabbaths now? Mm-hmm. See, it's because the people don't have any understanding. So when you read about the preparation day, when you're reading over the New Covenant, it's talking about, it's talking about one of those feast days, uh-huh. the Sabbaths. Is that right? Uh-huh. All right. So, see, people will automatically assume that if you do not teach scriptures, um, when they hear, it, it, you know, if you, you teach it like seven days, see, they equate everything seven-day Sabbath. They hear Sabbath, they think it only has to do with the seven days. But this is the, this is the lie of the enemy that is removed. You think about it. What feast day does Christians keep? First day. None. <laughs> See, that, that is a concerted effort, a ploy done on purpose, to remove your mind away from God. Am I making sense? Jesus said, my brother, of the times and seasons, you have no need that I write unto you. You don't need it. You already know. Amen. Amen. There's Christians. No, uh-uh. They don't know. Only brethren know. Amen. Only brethren know. See, we've been in a religion that's done hijacked um, the religion of the Israelites. Amen. And what they've done is they have... Re- had practiced replacement theology and put Christianity before being an Israelite. Amen. And they said that God is our God 
And then the Jews, they got their own God. Mm-hmm. But then they're confused because salvation is of the Jews. So then they'll say, okay, we'll fix that too. We'll call ourselves Judeo-Christians. Uh-huh. What in the world is that? I don't know. Now, wait a minute. The Bible gives us analogies. A leopard got spots, uh-huh. and he can't change them. An right. Ethiopian has a color, uh-huh. and he ain't going to change it. Now, Michael Jackson would defy that. Well. You understand? That's because we live in perverted times. You understand what I mean? And so they are trying to change God's times and seasons. Satan is doing all this, brothers and sisters. Amen. So that you won't have no remembrance of God because you're supposed to be you're commanded to do these throughout your generations. Right. And if you notice, here we are in this time. We know it's at the end time. You know why? Because God is increasing and unearthing the knowledge that has been suppressed and hidden for all these centuries. Uh-huh. He's given us a love in his heart to just, just uh, now, now wait a minute. This stuff, something's wrong right here. Amen. See, so this Christianity the other day is going to damn more souls than ever believe because it does not teach nobody to serve God. Right. Amen. John 19.31. Not making sense? Well, we've got two more scriptures, then I'll take a few questions just so we can clear up. Minds. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? If you don't understand, you don't understand. I used to ask questions all the time. I did. How did God hang the sun? Yeah. Hey, son, you can't be serious. Said, no, I won't know. <laughs> That's how I used to do it. All right, anyway. Never mind. Go back to sleep. Go ahead. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day. See, and they automatically, people automatically assumed that it's the seven-day Sabbath. But that couldn't have been because you put the time frame of when his body was on the cross. He was crucified what day? The 14th day. Is that right? Uh Is that right? The 14th day. Uh And it says right here that the bodies, talking about all three of them, because there's three of them up there, right? Uh Should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day. This is the high Sabbath. See, that's why it takes study. Because if you read this, you automatically going to think it's talking about sun. I mean, you're going to automatically think it's talking about the seven-day Sabbath. So you can go ahead and try to line up your Good Friday. Amen. You know what I mean? Died mm-hmm. on Friday and rose on Sunday. Ain't, mm-hmm. Don't you know there's three days, brother? Yeah. No, don't you know it's three days? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, brother. Don't you know three days? Yeah, man, shoot. Yeah. I know how to count three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, brother. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Forget all about this evening and morning first right. day stuff. That's right. Part of the day. There's that part of the yeah. day, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we add, subtract, divide, uh-huh. and add. Right. Yes, sir. Read on. For that Sabbath day was a high day. There you go. For that Sabbath day was a what day? High day. So it ain't talking about the seven-day Sabbath. Is that not good understanding? Mm -hmm. Read on. Besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Now let me read Luke 23, 54. All right. And the day was the preparation and the Sabbath drew on. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after. And behold the sepulchre and how his body was laid. And they returned and they prepared spices, ointments, and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. That Sabbath day was a preparation day. Now make it sense. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus' body had to be in a grave before the Sabbath day. And it wasn't Friday night. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, um...
Matthew 24. Start at verse 29. This is what has not been fulfilled. This is the second order of business. This is what we all waiting on. This is what we can't wait to come. This is what we're wanting to happen. This is the kingdom that these other Israelites were looking for. When Jesus said, wilt thou at this time restore? Because you ain't restoring no kingdom without the kingdom suffering violent. And a violent take it by what? Force. Jesus going to take his kingdom by force better believe it too Amen. this is during the time frame of the feast of tabernacles Amen. what what feast take place during the feast of tabernacle trumpets, trumpets. day of atonement tabernacles tabernacles when he gonna come in tabernacle with man atonement when he when we gonna see him to realize what he has done how he's reconciled us completely back unto him the new jerusalem gonna come down Amen. The trumpet is the trumpet that's going to be blowed before all this hell start getting unleashed on this earth. And all this, I promise you, when God do it, but you know when God brings tribulation, fury, anguish upon the people, he does it, boy, I mean with pure rage. I mean pure, he don't miss nobody either. And when he does it, but he, he says over in um, the book of Zephaniah, was talking about the days of the, the, the day of um, the Lord when he comes. And you know what he says? He says that people's flesh is going to melt off their bones mm -hmm. while they're standing. And their Amen. eyes are going to melt away in their sockets. Ah, and yeah. their mouth is going to melt away while they stand up on their feet. And I'm going to be up there in the clouds with Jesus going, glory! <laughs> Woo! Get that one too! Get that one too! <laughs> Amen. Amen. And Christianity be Christianity. You supposed to love everybody. I do. I love them to death. Get them, Lord. Get, get them out. Get them. Get them. These wicked folk. God angry That's with good. the wicked. How long? How much? Every day. Amen. There's no salvation for Esau. No. And remember, Esau was also a Hebrew. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Look at him. Amen. Oh, look at y'all. Anyway, praise the Lord. Read, brother. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. Woo! That means after all these seven trumpets had been blown. No, six trumpets mm -hmm. have been blown. Let me get it right. Six right. trumpets have been blown. Read on. Shall the sun be darkened, mm -hmm. and the moon shall not give her light. Yep. And the stars shall fall from heaven. Isn't that the truth? And the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Yes, sir. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Come on, Jesus. And then shall all the tribes of the earth They're going to be, oh, Lord, what we done done? And they what's happening? 
This ain't no hell, Bob. This is the real thing. Mm-hmm. Read on. And they shall see the Son of Man. They're going to see him. Coming in the clouds, clouds of, heaven of heaven with power and power great glory. Power and great glory. Read on. And he shall send his angels. Come on, angels. With a great sound of a trumpet. Boy, it's going to be beautiful. Amen. Read on. And they shall gather together his elect. Get them in the elect. Come on, go get my, go get my people, angels. Get my people. Amen. Get them up out of here because I'm going to rain on this earth. Amen. See, that's salvation. That's salvation. Because them dead bodies that was in that grave, boy, when they hear the sound of that trumpet, they're going to get up out of the ground. Amen. Woo, just like it, just like our people were saved from Pharaoh, we're going to be saved from the wicked people of this earth. Amen. That's salvation. Yes, it is. Yes. Amen. Amen. Ain't no grave. Amen. Don't hold this body down. Amen. Dead or alive, we are the Lord. <laughs> Man, this stuff motivating, brother. Amen. Man, this is good stuff. Amen. Read on. From the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. God's angels, and you know, see, we can't go rooting, but God knows his people. His angels know who his people are. He gonna, they ain't going to miss his people. That's right. He ain't going to miss his people. He ain't gonna, you know, it has got to be some kind of trumpet for the dead people to be here. Oh, man. Yeah. Huh? We? Hmm? Oh, 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 that sounds like my song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Hey, let's go over to 1 Corinthians 15. Show you, show you this thing. Man, I tell you, boy, Lord, I'm mercy. I'm sorry, brother. That just, I'm just, that's all right. I just, I just, I really want Jesus to come, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Well, we're going to start with verse uh, 51. 51. 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. I got a secret I want to tell you. Now, shh. Don't we, tell nobody this is only for Israelites. Shh. Can't keep a secret. Just for Israelites. I'm going to give you, behold, I show you, not everybody, I'm showing you a mystery. Read on. We shall not all sleep, mm-hmm. but we shall all be changed. Yep. When? In a moment. Uh-huh. In the twinkling of an eye. What trump? At the last trump. Ooh. Read on. For the trumpet shall sound. Yeah, see, this is the Feast of Trumpets. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that this has already happened. No. Huh? Uh-huh. That's why we need to know the time and the seasons. Right. And I'm telling you what season we in. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We are right on the edge of the beginning of the seventh month. That's right. right there at it. Right. right at it. All right. Right, right yeah. there at it. How you going to know? Well, first of all, you're going to know when the two prophets are prophesying in the streets of Jerusalem. And you're going to know when the first trumpet is blown because all you got to do is know what the book says in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. It tells you when the first trumpet said that there's something that's going to take place on this earth. See, that's how we going to know. The rest of the world ain't going to know. The rest of the world going to think the two prophets are menaces to society. And, they gonna, and then when the, when the man of sin finally kill them, they're going to send, you know what they're going to do? They're going to have one big Christmas party. They're yep. going to be in Times Square. They're going to be in Dubai. They're going to be in all the cities sending presents one to another, making merry. Yeah, we got rid of them old peasants. Boy, them pests. I got on our nerves and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Jesus is going to come. Amen. And after three days, they need, the people are going to be so perverted, so polluted, they're not even going to suffer their bodies to be buried. The Bible said three days, boy, they're going to stand up on their feet. Amen. Amen. 
Why? Because for three years, these prophets did nothing but persecute all the wicked folk that try to kill them. Amen. I can't wait to see those prophets, especially on, on you, we're going to be able to see it on TV. People are going to try to come and persecute them, and they're going to open up their mouth and fire going to consume them. Yeah, that's cool. That's called <laughs> apocalyptic. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That's Amen. talking about the end of days. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Uh-huh. And I don't get so arrogant to go get an autograph either. Joe Ray ain't burn up messing Amen. with them. He dealing with men of God right there. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You, you, you dealing with the real deal. Amen. There going to be no offering place sitting at their feet trying to get rich. No. Uh-uh. Gonna tell you your money gonna perish with you. Amen. Three days after three days, boom, they gonna stand up on their feet. Shoot. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the world party gonna come to an end. Amen. For three days, they are gonna be drunk as skunks, making merry. Can y'all imagine that? Yeah. We're gonna be going. Right. We're gonna go. Sure glad I know what's taking place. Uh-huh. Why? <laughs> Find me a hilltop, sit up there and watch this, because it's going to be some kind of show right here. Because <laughs> them guys going to stand up, and boy, and Jesus going to come. He's going to tear the living hell out of you wicked people. Amen. See, what Christianity has done is taught us passivity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't, don't y'all, y'all soft-spoken Christians, don't you be mad at nobody. You love everybody. Love the devil, too. No. You know you love the devil when you ain't fighting him. That's true. You love you love the devil when you're in attacking him. When you oppose something, you're in some serious, you're in a vigorous war. Amen. Read on, brother. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible. Yes. And we shall be changed. We're gonna be changed. Read on. For this corruptible must be put on incorruption. Yes, it will. And this mortal must put on immortality. Uh-huh. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruptible, yep. and this mortal shall have put on immortality, yes. then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Death is swallowed up in victory. Read on. O death, where is thy sting? Where is sting at death? O grave, where is thy victory? Yep. The sting of death is sin. S- the sting of death is what? Sin. That's why you cannot let sin reign in your mortal bodies. Uh, you can't write, because, boy, I tell you, before you full that sin, you're going to get a sting. Like, oh, Lord, mercy. Mm-hmm. That's why we warn people. Amen. God is trying to change. I'm not trying to change. If you don't love God, go to hell, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm just here to warn. Amen. I can't save nobody. Right. I can only save myself. Amen. Yeah, am I making sense? Yes, sir. And if you can hear, and God gives you to hear what I'm saying and stuff, why don't y'all just try to check me out against all the jack leg preachers you know? There you See go. if I fit Amen. the mold. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not like that old faggot T.D. Jakes. I didn't mean to disappoint you. I'm sorry. I ain't a faggot, saints. I'm sorry. I ain't no cleft low dollar trying to felice you for every penny you got so I can have a Lear jet and a big old bus. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Amen. You want some rulers like that? You know where they at. It ain't easy to find. They'll let you sin all you want and never reprove you, never rebuke you, never correct you, let you go on in your little old way. Amen. Won't, won't tell you nothing. Make you feel good. Sure will. Every church service you go to will be a, whoa, holy old dance. So, Will, 
Sorry. I'm not the one going to toy around with you. Read on. And the strength of sin is the law. Isn't that something? The strength of sin is the law. Now, isn't that crazy right there again? Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. The strength of sin is the law. Mm -hmm. You can take that two ways. Oh, yeah. Good thing I know what it's saying. Thank mm -hmm. you. Good thing I know what it's saying. Because they'll call the law sin and all that. I don't know. I mean, unless God need to repent. You know what I mean? God need to apologize for making the law. Huh. Isn't that something? Well, brothers and sisters, I, anyway, hey, anybody got any questions on anything we went over that you just probably didn't understand? Mary, what you got? Um, oh, I just saw you doing like this. Okay. No, but. Right. The first, the, the fees that have already been fulfilled are the first four. Or two appointed feast days. Two appointed feast days, two appointed times. The two feast days that have been fulfilled is unleavened bread and the Feast of Weeks, which is called Pentecost. The feasts that are in the time frame of the unleavened bread are the Feast of, uh, feast of uh, Passover, unleavened bread, and the Feast of First Fruits. In the third, that's the first month. In the third month is the Feast of Weeks, which is called Pentecost. The feasts that have not been fulfilled, that are yet to be fulfilled. That's why Jesus stopped reading the prophecy of Isaiah, the prophet in Isaiah 61. When he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He stopped at the day of vengeance. The day of the vengeance is the time of the feast of tabernacles. When God is going to come and tabernacle with man. Is that making sense? So we got four down, three to go. <laughs> Amen. We're over halfway. Four down, three to go. Amen. Four down, and you ain't gonna Christian ain't gonna teach you this, but they will teach you Christmas. Oh yeah. They Easter. will teach you about Easter eggs, yep. and they will tell you about Sunday. Uh -huh. They'll be faithful in doing it too, and they will tell you how that, that we ain't under the law. They would, I'm, they would do everything you can. I'm, they will. Amen. Amen. I hope God does grant you understanding. I mean, since nobody got no questions, don't be coming to ask me no questions out there now. I need a Sabbath day rest too, brother Juan. These, these seven Sabbaths mm -hmm. from birth to week. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. You count seven, seven Sabbaths is forty-nine days. Right. And then next will be the fifty-fifty day will be almost the first day, right? Yes. That will be Pentecost. Yes, because that's why it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, when did it come? Pentecost happened on the first day of the week. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yes, sir. Yeah, it happened on the first day of the week. Pentecost did. R Brother Rich. Uh, I, I, I clearly understood and very, very well said uh, about the spring fees being fulfilled, but the fall fees have not been fulfilled. Though, is it, is it true that, that Jesus did at least in part touch on like the Day of Atonement when he sacrificed himself, but that is it because of our body is yet to be redeemed? There's not a full atonement that's been made, and that's where the resurrection comes in? I hadn't, I remember I only went over the spring feast. Okay. I didn't do the fall. Okay. You, you understand it, right? Well, I didn't do the fall. But to help you out real quick, the Day of Atonement, atonement is, is when the body's complete. Yes. His body is complete. Or we're still in the shadow. 
of tabernacles because they have yet to be fulfilled. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. Making sense? They, they have not yet been fulfilled. Amen. Because if they'd been fulfilled, Jesus would have never stopped the prophecy. He'd never closed the book. Mm -hmm. Because then when you read the fullness of that prophecy, it all has to do with vengeance. It all has to do with him coming down and him tabernacling with his people. Being with them. And we'll go over the day. Matter of fact, what I'll do is, have I ever did a message on the Day of Atonement? I'm sure I have. i tell you what i do is, uh, when I'll hit a part of Day of Atonement in the fall feast. Because the feast takes place during two times. Spring, fall. Spring and fall. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. Spring, fall. When you, when you understand these things, what is the script? Happy are you? Happy you when you're saying these things? Anybody else? Good. So everybody got perfect understanding. Says Carol, well, I sure do. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, I know she does because she had to hear my mouth all the time. <laughs> 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 Brother Juan. The Sabbath, the Sabbath day is not necessarily the seventh day, right? No, the Sabbath day is the seventh day. The Sabbath day is the seventh day? Mm-hmm. But, for example, the atonement day is not in seventh day. No. But it's Sabbath day. So. It is a, it's part of the Sabbath plural. The feast days are high Sabbaths, high Sabbaths. They're not the weekly holy Sabbath. You understand? Yeah, yeah because I was studying that. Uh, what I found out is the Sabbath is uh, also a rest day. Right. And in Spanish, uh, we, we will have a problem with the rest day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Bible don't recognize the Sabbath like Sabbath, just like rest day. And for the Christianity and the Spanish people, is uh, rest day become first day of the week. Right. And they don't recognize Sabbath. They don't recognize. That's why they all screwed up. Yes, sir. That's why they all pagan. Mm -hmm. It's not in the seventh day. It's a rest day, and also need be uh, no several no several work. No work. No several work to be done in that day. See, on the Sabbath day is no work. On the feast days is no several work to be done on those days. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was my question. Right. Well, they actually use the word sabbaton too and link it to uh, um, any Sabbath day that you hear see mentioned in there. S A B B A T. And then there's the word sabbatismos. 
Right. And that's the reason why that we have to study, brothers and sisters. I mean, you really, I mean, let me, let me put it like this. Y'all, you know, you have to study and be a priest of your own. You know what I mean? And the reason being is because when I do get the opportunity to come up here to speak, you're not in limbo. Amen. That if you do have questions, they'll start all making sense. Because y'all, you know, y'all got to become to the, you got to get to the point to where you're not always dependent upon the preacher and the teacher. Amen. Because there's no guarantee we're gonna be here, Sister Lydia. Well. For instance, we, we won't be laying block or plowing fields. Yeah, because you ain't working. <laughs> hmm? All of them but Day of Atonement. Right. See how intelligent they are. Is that making sense? Yep. Exactly. On those um on those feast days, because it ain't work. I'm sorry, folk, but you know the Hebrew people did a little bit different. It, it work was considered a little bit different. Uh -huh. I, and mind you, I know Dad seemed to be prehistoric a little bit, but I I just kind of stick with the book a little bit. If you understand what I mean, I'm making sense. Yeah. Uh -huh. You can't be like Ed out there lifting engines and carrying on. Did you hear me? Can't be like Ed going lifting engines. Mm. <laughs> as a matter of fact, you know, as God's people, we should thank God for every rest day we can get. Amen. Hmm? Amen. Ain't God good? But anyway, I'll get into, when I get into, a lot of questions y'all have are, are pertaining to the fall feast, which I did not cover. Go ahead. Yes, that I know of. Because it is, it's not the seventh day Sabbath. See, we can't confuse these Sabbaths with the seven day Sabbath. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. The seven day Sabbath is pretty detailed in what you can do and not do. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, um, we're making up the hedge and the difference between way back then and we're 2,000 years removed right now. Am I making sense? Uh huh. And I'm going to cover a lot more of this when we get to the fall feast. And the reason being is because they hadn't been fulfilled yet. But all, all feasts are fulfilled in Christ. Yeah. Not making sense? Amen. When you go read Zechariah 14, you'll find out that definitely um, the Feast of Tabernacles is not here yet. No, sir. <laughs> you believe me. Amen. Well, hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. Amen. I would suggest that... Um, you spend some serious time on your knees while you have breath in your body talking to God and get a serious change because it's not going to be easier as these days go along to get closer to Christ. It's going to be more difficult. Amen. Mm -hmm. It is. It's my hope that I see you in New Jerusalem, but if I don't, I won't miss you because I'm going to be there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Father, we thank you for your words of truth. We pray with these sayings deep sleep, uh, seek deep down into our hearts and our spirits, our minds, and soul. Thank you for your words. Amen. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Y'all be encouraged. Yes, sir. Amen.